I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, Train Happy Troopers, and welcome back to the Train Happy Podcast. My name is Tally Rye, and it's the final episode of 2020. Um, We're going to do just a little bit of a chat this week. Um... It's coming up to Christmas, Uh, I think it's the end of Hanukkah, and it is the festive season um, for many of us. And so I wanted to really check in with you, have a chat, um, just boost everyone's morale and, you know, reflect on how we can look after ourselves this festive season. And also just reflect on some of your wonderful wins this year. We're going to talk about our train happy moments and answer some questions as well. So firstly, I would love to kick off with some train happy moments. So let's have some music. So there's no one train happy trooper of the week. We're all train happy troopers this week. And so I want to celebrate your wins this year, your intuitive movement, intuitive eating wins, your, you know, rebelling against diet culture and trusting yourselves. So I asked for some people to share them on Instagram. So here is what we got. Enjoying moving my body without any relation to what I've eaten that day, which is great. I think so many of us work out and then say, oh, I can only eat X if I work out or I, you know, I'm not allowed to, if I eat this, it will undo all my, quote, good work in the gym. But no, you can move your body how you want. You can eat how you want. And those things can coexist. Someone else says, reading your book in lockdown, I've been working on my habits ever since. And yes, if you weren't aware, my book, Train Happy, um, funnily enough, with the Train Happy podcast, is really the start of all this discussion and for me is very much if you are listening to the podcast and you want to get more of an in-depth insight into this I'd really recommend reading the book and I think you'll get even more from the episodes that way someone said I completed a half marathon before training the furthest I ever ran was 6k so in awe of my body wow that's awesome someone else says finally binning the Fitbit it took two attempts before I finally let it go Oh, I love the honesty with that. I love the honesty because, you know, we talk about, especially when we're focusing on becoming more intuitive with our bodies and movement, I do recommend giving, you know, having a break from your fitness watch um, because it's a disruptor in being able to listen and connect with your body because it's slightly overriding uh, your intuition um, and it's holding us to these external numbers and it's you know trying to validate all our movement with numbers isn't helpful when we're really trying to trust and listen to our body and figure out what's best for us so it does take time it does take time so two attempts and then third time lucky it sounds like um someone else said incorporating stretching and mobility into my training routine how many of us 
are not doing enough stretching and mobility work. I would include myself in that. So yes, absolutely. Um, outdoor walks when that was just about all we could do. The headspace. Yes, I think getting outside has been so wonderful. And last one, celebrating my postpartum body and what it has accomplished, working out as I am able. Thank you so much, everyone, for sending those in. Those are just a few. And as was asked, uh, I said I would share my train happy moment. Um, and I think reflecting back on this year, I think my train happy moment for me has come with really getting my head around this idea of rest and really having that put to the test in some ways. Um, you know, movement is wonderful and fantastic and you know I really encourage movement, but I also equally encourage rest in the same way because, you know, rest and recuperation is just as important as moving our bodies. And so with this year, having been at home, my whole, like so many of us, my whole pace of life has drastically slowed down. Um, I've been exercising less. I've been generally moving less because there's just been less to do. I had a very active life before with when I was working, I was walking here, there, everywhere, teaching classes, X, Y, Z, and that just hasn't been the same. So having to really confront my feelings around rest and, you know, how, you know, how the diet culture voice that I still have sometimes, you know, could make me feel bad for for not working out, for um, taking a time. But I personally feel that, um, personally, the last decade of my life has been extremely busy, extremely active, always on the go. And this slowing down and an opportunity to get good, relatively good sleep, to to spend more time being still and learning to be with my thoughts and be with my body has actually been a valuable lesson for me and you know towards the end of this year I have felt that I'm ready to I'm ready to get going again you know because I think when people when we talk about rest we think that rest will last forever and we'll never move again and you know a common question around intuitive movement is a lot if I move intuitively then I just won't move at all but that's not the case um eventually you'll want to move because it feels good so I think for me, it's been really honing in on that, um, where I've, you know, not had my usual schedule, not had my usual things going on. Um, but now I'm kind of in a place where I feel like I'm ready to start, you know, working towards things, having a bit more structure. Um, and I would say that's probably been a few years in the making. Um, things I want to achieve next year. I'd love to really get back to my full strength with my press-ups and really focus on getting some of my fitness levels back up where, you know, having more rest this year, they did, you know, I slightly regressed with some of my fitness levels. But I think that's also just been a lesson in that progress is not always linear and things are always going to be... you know, I think there's this thing within the fitness space where we think everything's always going to keep getting better year on year. I must improve. I must get faster, quicker, stronger. Um, and life happens. Things happen. I mean, it's been a pandemic, for goodness sake. And 
that's okay. It's okay to kind of take a few steps backwards or not go anywhere. Um, And when you're ready and in time, if you want to then progress, that's cool. So that's personally where I'm at. That's where my headspace is at. And I think going into January, I really, you know, it's still going to be difficult because conditions haven't really changed for me, you know, especially in the UK. We're still in quite the thick of it here with this with this pandemic. And so things, you know, are a bit tricky, but to make time and to really, um, yeah, have some goals in place, I think is going to be fun and a new challenge. And I, I'm kind of excited for it. So that's where my head's at. And I know that was not a, <laughs> a super quick train happy moment. But um, I wonder if you resonate as well. So do let me know. Um, You can message me or whatever. And let me know your thoughts about that as well. So we are coming up to Christmas. And we are about to embrace this kind of bit of limbo period before the new year and going into the new year. And firstly, I did the um, Train Happy Tuesdays Christmas special event earlier this week at this time of recording and we spoke there about how to feel good about food and movement and all those things um this Christmas and so I thought I would maybe just chat about a few of those things with you and then move on to some questions so in terms of feeling good about movement I think my main key points for you are to consider this Christmas. Firstly, consider what is the intention behind my workout? Why am I moving? Um, Am I making myself work out out of guilt and a feeling of needing to earn and burn my food this Christmas? Am I, you know, worried about my body changing if I'm taking more rest? Um, So is the intention behind my workout from a place of fear? Or am I thinking of it as an opportunity for headspace to, um, you know, to get outside, to raise my heart rate, to have some time for me, to invest in my physical and mental well-being? Is that coming from a place of self-care, which is what we're aiming for? That's always the goal here, to really move your body from a place of self-care. So is that where you're at? The second one, and we've kind of touched on it with the Train Happy Moment story, was giving yourself unconditional permission to rest because I think we're going to have more restful times over the next few weeks um not you know maybe into the new year as well and to understand that we're allowed to take rest and that we shouldn't feel guilty about it and that we don't always have to be productive and ticking things off our list especially when it comes to like our workouts um is is important And also knowing that with your workouts, you don't have to work out for, you know, certain amount of time, you know, this whole idea of like an hour that I don't know about you, but that was a rule that I had. And, you know, considering, can I just do, can I just see how I feel? Can I go out for a run? And maybe if I want to stop and head back home, then I'm allowed to. If I want to, um, you know, do my workout, but actually I get tired quicker than I thought. I'm allowed to stop. That's where we get this unconditional permission to rest. Um, And I think it's a really important part to help us remove the guilt. So we stop doing things from a place of guilt and shame, like we spoke about in terms of our intention. 
And finally, the last one to consider, I think, is um, if we are not in our usual environment, perhaps we've gone home for Christmas, perhaps we're in different houses. How can you adapt your workouts for your environment? And can we start thinking of our workouts as movement in general, which is why I use the word movement a lot, because sometimes we think, oh, I haven't got in my hip workout, I haven't got really hot and sweaty, but cleaning the kitchen, you know, going out for a walk with the dog, um, if anyone's um, going to the shops, that last minute dash around the shops, all of that is movement, all of that counts, and this idea that our movement always has to be formal, I think is unhelpful and stresses us out that we haven't done stuff but if we're able to just stay active in some way um because we want to you know um support our physical and mental well-being then that's important and this was a point I made to the group uh on Tuesday and I want to make it to you as well just know that exercise will always be there and making memories with your loved ones will not you know, I like to think of us all as being in this for the long haul, right? An intuitive approach to movement takes away this idea that, okay, I'm on my health kick, which we're going to get a lot of discussion around that in January, you know? Um, People really kickstarting their health kick and, you know, really getting on their, you know, workout routines and, and often they fade away because it's too intense and unsustainable. But what is good to remember is that when exercise, when you're in it for life, that we can navigate times like this whole year, this pandemic, and know that like, it's okay. So like I said before, if I didn't progress at this time, that's totally fine. In the future, I will be able, you know, it's not to say that I can't do that again. It's not to say I can't try something new. It's not to say that like, um, I'm never going to be able to do that again. So. I always think that helps give a really good perspective when we're starting to get uh, a bit short-sighted with our goals and with our our view on exercise. And when we're feeling about good about food, let's talk about a few things. So this Christmas, I think a lot of us put December down as a like a kind of a fuck it month, you know? um a very much I'm allowed to I'm allowed to eat anything I want this December and it doesn't quote count and just think about that mindset for a second because that's a bit of a diet culture mindset this idea that you're you have permission to eat chocolate and enjoy dessert and you know have um certain meals in one month but for the rest of the month that's naughty that's forbidden that's um falling off the wagon whatever and so because we like allow ourselves this month of freedom or whether even it's a couple of weeks of freedom we get ourselves in this mindset that we have to feast 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 because we're not going to get it again you know it's going to disappear because in January we're going to be quote good again and therefore we we are anticipating restriction and therefore we're feasting but the intuitive movement approach says yes we give ourselves unconditional permission to eat so we can eat all of those things but we give ourselves unconditional permission to eat 
365 days a year. And that during this time, you don't have to, you don't have to go full force into the Christmas buffet because it will never happen again. Um, That you can actually listen to your body, your body, decide your hunger and fullness cues, decide what you really enjoy and go with that. So yes, absolutely. You know, I'm all for enjoying whatever food you like, but also knowing that you're allowed to say no to people. You're allowed to, um, you're allowed to stop when you're full. You're allowed to, um, savor the treats that you really like. And so I really want you to listen to your body this Christmas. Listen to what you need and what feels good for you. And that is that also goes for people saying, you know, making comments saying, oh, you're going for seconds. You're like, yeah, I am going for seconds because I'm, I want that and that's okay. And it's also a case of saying, no, thank you. I don't want seconds. I've had enough. You're allowed to do both those things, but it's on your terms. And so I want to bear that in mind. And I had a really lovely question come in. And this was another Instagram question, actually. So I'm going to um, go with this Instagram question. And they said, advice on New Year's resolutions that aren't based on appearance or changing my body. So I thought we could chat about that today. There's this idea of, you've heard the phrase, especially coming around to January, new year, new you. And it's interesting how new you, I think, often gets misconstrued, especially in diet culture, that new you has to be a new external you, that the new you has to be a change of weight or appearance. And instead, I think that we can think about maybe not necessarily a new you, but We can work on investing in ourselves, but why does it have to be our external self? And in fact, I really encourage it to be our inner selves and who we are. So instead of thinking about how we can change the way we look to others, why don't we think about the way we treat others, about how we make other people feel, about how we treat ourselves, how we talk to ourselves Are we speaking with kindness and compassion or are we speaking negatively and critically? And are we always being down on ourselves? And how can we increase our self-care practices for ourselves? Because diet culture, I'm anticipating it's going to be really loud this year, especially with the pandemic, a lot of us staying at home and... I think because we're in a very uncontrollable situation, a lot of stuff is out of our control right now. And so as a means to control, we have learned that controlling our weight, controlling our appearance is something within our control. And so we look to put all our energy into our body and our food and our exercise um, because there's a lot of difficult emotions and feelings that we're trying to distract ourselves from and that are, are difficult to face. 
However, I believe that when we face that difficult, messy, painful, all the those emotions bubbling up, that when we face that and work on that, that that's when we not only are improving ourselves, that's how we're most effective and we're better people to ourselves and better people to the communities and friendships and relationships around us um, because we have more compassion for ourselves we begin to have more compassion for other people and I think that's really important so my advice is is that is invest in you this coming year but invest in the inner you and look after that and don't get caught up don't be wary of the traps be wary of the the noises and and the enticing promises that diet culture will make that if you change your appearance then you will finally be successful and accepted and loved because that's that's a false promise and you deserve to feel to feel good to feel free of that to feel free of that pressure and that's what I really hope for you and actually on that note I think I'm gonna wrap it up there thank you so much once again for listening to the podcast if you have enjoyed the podcast this year it would mean so much if you were able to rate review subscribe share with your friends um I can't wait to bring you our new series in January. We're going to take a few breaks. We'll be back in early January. Stay tuned on social media for that. You can find us at Train Happy Podcast. You can find me at Tally Rye. You can send in your questions and your train happy moments to trainhappypodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it. So all that's left to say is have a wonderful break enjoy your christmas enjoy your festive holidays and i will speak to you again in 2021 thank you so much everyone bye and that is it for this week's episode of the train happy podcast thank you so much for listening i hope you took something away from this episode and if you did please let me know by sending feedback you can find us on instagram at train happy podcast or even better it would be amazing if you could rate and review the podcast on whichever platform you're listening as it really really helps to support and boost the train happy message And remember, if you have had a recent moment where this stuff has just started clicking for you, then share your story with us via email, trainhappypodcast at gmail.com to become the train happy trooper of the week. And if you have a burning question you would like me to answer, then please send those in too. And it may be answered in our bonus Q&A episodes. Once again, thank you for listening and I will speak to you soon. Hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 